The following is my conversation with Tetra D Trades. They've been a helpful partner in our RetroPie development, and we wanted to share what they've spent on materials and setups so far. Travis Stevens from Tetra D Trades joins me today, and we'll discuss the cost of developing a retro gaming system. Thank you for joining us, Travis. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Polemics Rosella. Polemics Rosella is an artificial intelligence company that specializes in providing litigation support for businesses. They can help you formulate and implement your strategic litigation plan, monitor, and analyze key legal issues and more. To learn more about Polemics Rosella, please visit their website at polemicsrosella.com, concomicsrosella.com. Also, make sure to follow them on social media to stay up to date on their latest innovations. Thanks for tuning in to Lexman Artificial. I hope you enjoy the episode. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, everyone. This is Lexman with a new episode. In this episode, we speak with Tetro Trades, a helpful partner in our RetroPie development. They've been spending a lot of money on materials and setups, so we wanted to share what they've done so far. Travis Stevens from Tetra Trades joins me today, and we'll talk about the cost of retropeat development. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Hey, Travis. Thanks for coming on the show. No problem. We're really excited to have you here. Let's start by talking about your outlay so far for retropeat development. Can you give us a brief overview? Sure. We've been spending a lot of money on materials and setups for retropeat development, and we wanted to share that information with everyone. We cover materials, setups, and costs in this episode. That sounds like a lot of work, but it's worth it in the end. So tell us a little bit about what you've been using and where you've been getting your materials from so far. We've been using a lot of different materials for RetroPie development, and we've gotten a lot of our materials from various online retailers. We've also used some materials that we've had lying around the office, such as circuit boards and blank LED panels. All of these materials can add up over time. So we wanted to make sure that everyone knows what they're spending on when they develop a retro gaming system themselves. That's great information, Travis. It sounds like you've been doing a lot of research into the costs involved in developing a retro gaming system. Do you have any advice for people who are just starting out? Sure thing. The most important thing is to do your research and figure out what you need in order to develop your own retro gaming system. You don't need to spend a lot of money on expensive materials or setups. You can get started with something more affordable if you're willing to do some research first. But just be sure to budget your expenses carefully so that you don't run into any problems down the road. That sounds like good advice, Travis. Do you have any other tips for people who are just starting out? Absolutely. One thing that we found helpful is to keep a record of our expenses so that we don't run into any problems down the road. We also recommend setting realistic goals for ourselves and not going overboard with our plans. Remember, retro P development isn't a quick or easy process, so be prepared for a lot of hard work. Travis, has anyone ever ended up building a RetroPie custom emulator on their own before? Yes, there have been a few cases where individuals have developed their own RetroPie emulators on their own. However, this doesn't happen very often, mostly because it's really difficult to do. It's best to consult with a professional if you're planning on doing this yourself. Do you have any advice for people who are just starting out and want to create their own retro gaming system, but don't have any experience with hardware or programming? Absolutely. We recommend consulting with a professional if you don't have any experience with hardware or programming. They can help you get started with developing your own retro gaming system without any troubles. It can be a little bit of a daunting task, but it's worth it in the end if you plan on success. 
That's really good advice, Travis. It sounds like it would be very difficult to develop a RetroPie custom emulator on your own, so it's definitely worth consulting with a professional. Thanks for your time today, Travis. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Don't forget to check back next week for another episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. And now, today's poem, read by none other than Travis Stevens, is called The Tetra D Trades with Lexman. There's nothing funnier than the truth, though it can be a bit weird at times. Luckily, we've got friends like Lexman who make it all worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Who make it all worthwhile. We talk about our outlay for retropy development, materials, setups, and costs, and costs. It's a lot of work, but it's so worth it in the end. We recommend consulting with a professional if you're not familiar with hardware or programming, but most importantly, always keep a record of your expenses so you don't run into any problems down the road.